0: The following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. If I can sell 3,000 units per month of a product and I can only make $5 profit on it, why wouldn't I do that, right? I mean, that's an extra $15,000 a month. I'm not going to turn it away. Your attention, please, please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the AM, PM podcast. My name is Manny Coates and I will be your host. And you are listening to the show that discusses the generation of recurring revenue, 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the podcast. And guess what, guys? I was just watching The Family Guy, probably my most favorite animated show on television and I was making money while doing that. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So let's get down to business. This is now episode number 10 in the continuing series on how to get your product launched on Amazon. And uh, we started in episode five. So if you haven't gone back and listened to those, I urge you to do so. Episode five, six, seven, eight, and nine today we're going to be talking about reviews review services how to use those to get your launch started we're then going to be talking about pricing how you should be pricing your products when you want to undercut your competitors when you want to start creeping that price back up and we want to talk about goals setting sales goals you know how many units do you need to be selling on a monthly basis before you start splitting your concentration before your focus is shifted and you start adding another product or you're looking to add another product you know what should those be what what do I use so there's a lot to cover in this episode it's going to probably be close to a 45 minute 50 minute episode so let's get started so a buddy of mine asked me just yesterday he said Manny what price range should I be shooting for when I'm selling my products now he didn't actually ask me in that accent (laughs) he's gonna kill me he essentially wanted to know you know what price he should sell his product he was buying it for a few dollars each Uh, just probably similar to what most people buy uh, their products at I would say the majority of people buy products off Alibaba somewhere between $2 and $10 right so he was a few dollars and my answer to him was essentially another question I said how much do you want to earn off of each sale he said he wasn't sure so let me tell you what I look for a general rule of thumb is that the product should allow for somewhere around a ten dollar profit when all is said and done right that's after all your fees and we're talking about everything the product cost the shipping cost to get it out here all the labeling the Amazon fees your pay-per-click fees everything now sometimes that's hard to do right Um, especially if you've got a lot of competition and I will deviate from that ten dollar profit if I can make up or if I can make up for it with volume so you know if if I can sell three thousand units per month of a product and I can only make five dollars profit on it why wouldn't I do that right I mean that's an extra fifteen thousand dollars a month I'm not gonna turn it away just because I'm only making five dollars five dollars in profit per product does that make sense so but the goal should be ten dollars per profit ten dollars profit per product for me because I'm probably not going to be selling 3000 units and we're going to talk about what my initial goals were for each product and probably what I think you know most people can shoot for in terms of daily sales volume and goals before putting their efforts into the next product so let's revisit what my friend asked he was asking how much should he be selling it for? So if I'm looking for a $10 profit, he's got to figure out what all of his costs are. If it's costing him $3 for the product and $3 to get it shipped out from China and get it to Amazon, that's $6, right? And then if Amazon is charging another $6 between all of their fees that they charge, FBA fulfillment fees and their 15% referral fee, it adds up we're at 12 bucks $12 so if he wants to make a $10 profit a $22 price point seems about right now clearly he has to adjust that based on competition and what his offering is relative to theirs how they look compared to his I mean I mean if they if their pages are or their product pages are just brutal they look terrible and he's smoking them in every way then he can actually sell for a higher price point point. and I actually did that on one of my products I was $8 higher than the competition and I still sold out on one of my product lines so that said the number the $10 profit line or t- sorry uh, margin of $10 would change if I'm selling a more expensive product okay so if the product for example is a $60 product it's selling on Amazon for $60 that's what I sell it for then I'm not going to be looking for a $10 profit margin I'm going to be looking for something more substantial and this makes sense because more than likely if it's $60 product you're just not selling as many units per month it costs you way more in terms of actually buying the product and getting it stocked at Amazon so you know you've got your your cash is tied up longer so you want to make your return on your investment a lot quicker so if it's $60 product maybe you're shooting for a a $20 or $25 profit maybe more maybe less depending on uh, on everything else right typically I would look for products that are somewhere between at least at the very bottom end $19 to about $50 in the price range so $19 to $50 I think that's the sweet spot I mean the sweetest spot would probably be right around the $29 range and actually I have, I have products in that in that price range at $29 think about this I can usually still buy products in this price range uh, if I'm selling it for 29 bucks. right around $6 okay it'll get expressed air shipped out for the same price or lower so if I'm paying six bucks I can get it out here for six bucks or less so just do the numbers really quick and you can see I mean let's say it's six bucks for the product four dollars to get it out here that's ten dollars for selling it for twenty nine dollars you're roughly going to be somewhere between seven and eight dollars for Amazon fees let's just say eight dollars we'll round it up right so eight dollars plus the original ten we're at eighteen so for selling it for twenty nine dollars flat we're making an eleven dollar profit that's pretty solid that's above that ten dollar threshold that I'm looking for now keep in mind this does not include any of the pay-per-click fees, right? So you have to factor that in. You have to see how many sales you're generating from the pay-per-click advertising. That's shown as a an ACOS, an ACOS, that's advertising cost of sales. But yeah, you've got to factor that in. So I mean, if you're generating sales and it's costing you an additional three dollars in pay-per-click advertising to to get each of these sales, that's a cost. Factor that in okay so I was talking about the sweet spots right I said $29.95 or $29.99 somewhere around there $27 a lot of people like to end things in seven I I know I do but why would I choose a product to be right around that $29 mark well here's what I have figured out and this is something that I've used a lot in the past when I did a, a ton of online sales off of Amazon and I've realized that when you're dealing with prices that are under $30 it's almost always an impulse buy okay so with Amazon for example and I'll use myself as the example here if I go to Amazon and I buy something that's $24 or $19 $27 whatever something in that range right anything under $30 it's an impulse buy for the most part I won't do that much research on it I'll do just just enough to know that I want it and then I'll order it and honestly I can't tell you how many times the product hasn't been what I wanted for some reason or another I need to return it okay I got to get a refund but I'm busy right I'm sure this has happened to you you get busy and it's like well you know what I'll get to this later because I've got to go online I've got to set up the refund I've got to get the product put it in the box I've got to slap the label on it you know go through all the motions you know I just don't want to do that so what happens 30 days go by more than 30 days then I remember about it and I'm past that that window uh, the, the return window so I'm stuck with it not a big deal though right now let's imagine that the product was something more expensive let's say it was a an $89 item whatever it is right let's just say it's $89 I can tell you almost for certain I'm gonna spend the time to make sure that that product gets returned within that 30 day window it's just a psychological trigger I would definitely do it for something more expensive probably anything over $30 I'm gonna pay more attention to it I think most people are like that so if you can keep your price points below the $30 range then you should have a lower return rate it's just something that I've seen it's something that when talking to people is just common it just happens and in addition to the lower return rate you're gonna get more sales right I mean we're talking about impulse buyers so if you're buying something at 24 bucks you really don't put that much time and effort into researching it typically or at least I don't you know it's like oh, it looks cool boom I buy it if it's an $80 product I'm going to spend a lot more time researching all variations of this product you know who's selling it what versions there are of it what people are writing about it it's just a lot more time and I might put it off I may be, I might you know be like uh, ah, I'll come back to it tomorrow if it's something that's cheap if it's a $19 product boom add to cart I'll just add it and order it so if you can keep your price point below that $30 price um, you should just have generally a lot more orders and a lot less refunds as well it's a perfect marriage okay so I notice almost everybody has their pricing at something 99 right $19.99 $29.99 I don't know why I always try to go for a seven so I'll be 27 and it's usually 95 cents I always ended in 95 I, it's just a habit that I do I figure if there's two products similar to mine and they're at you know let's say they're at 27.99 I'll be at 27.95 I know it doesn't make that much of a difference but it's just what I do it differentiates me but $27 to most people is a again a different trigger than a 29.99 product they rounded up the $30 where with 27 not so much so it's a little trick I know this was a big thing way back in the day with online marketing over 10 years ago uh, you had guys I don't remember who they were I don't remember if they were Frank Kern or or who it was back in the day but they essentially were saying end your your pricing with sevens and sure enough all of their products that they were selling at the time ended with a seven I think there was a study or something that that was uh, focused around this I just don't I don't recall what it was so I do try to do that it's just an old habit and I try to get my pricing um, if I can sell it for, for $17 versus 19 and still make my profit margins that I want I'll do that so I think it's important that we kind of go over once again all the little pricing details that will add up right because a lot of people just don't think about it they go Oh, hey the, the product cost me four bucks and the shipping's going to be this and so I can make this much profit and boom they're done and honestly all these little fees can add up right and then before you know it you've got a bunch of product you've got a thousand units two thousand however many units you ordered in inventory and you're not making any money so let's go over this Uh, we have the cost of the product itself right then you have the cost of shipping it out to your country wherever you are okay then you have the cost of shipping it from wherever you ship it to let's say you shipped it to your house or to your place of business to amazon that's assuming you didn't ship it directly to amazon you have to factor in the cost of labeling Um, assuming you that wasn't as uh, included as part of the uh, manufacturing price you have to figure in FN SKUs if you're going to be doing those yourself or if you're going to have Amazon do those there's a fee for that if you're actually sending the product in to the US and having it inspected first there's you know there's a number of inspection centers that you can send them to where they'll make sure your order is amazon ready so to speak you know it's got all the right labels everything's uh, amazon approved so to speak before it goes you have to pay for those fees there's inspection fees and so forth did you send the product to the individual warehouses or are you sending everything to one amazon warehouse in which case they are going to have to take that order and then redistribute it to all of their other warehouses and then they're going to charge you a fee for every single unit that they send out so that's another cost that a lot of people don't factor in have you factored in the review copies of the products that you're going to be giving out or heavily discounting and if you haven't sold any yet you don't actually know what your pay-per-click conversion is gonna be so it's hard to estimate what that's gonna be but you gotta leave you know you've got to have a buffer in there leave 10 to 20 percent for pay-per-click advertising if you can get it down to 10 percent or lower you're usually doing pretty good you know everybody's different some people can be at 10 percent and still be losing money other people can be at 20 percent and they could be making money so you're gonna have to factor that in what about some of the other things that are outside of the product details like creating a website for your brand you unless you can do that yourself you're gonna have to hire somebody to do that to do that so there's a cost there if you're doing any kind of trademark registration there's a cost there if your product comes in poly bags and it's over a certain size if it's over five inches you're gonna have to put stickers on it the suffocation labels right so you're gonna have to pay somebody to apply those to print those and apply them unless you're doing that yourself so that's a cost and then you just have all the Amazon fees right They're FBA fees and they're 15% referral fee it's typically 15% I believe it's different for some categories I don't sell in any categories that are not 15% so I'm not super well versed on which ones those are but um, I mean you've got a crazy amount of fees when when it's all said and done so you just want to make sure that you've gone through everything and that you're actually going to be profitable when it's all said and done now there's an Amazon FBA uh, revenue calculator that will show you what Amazon's actually going to charge you you know with all of their fees I'm going to link that in the show notes so you can just go there select your category fill in the details and then you can figure everything out you can factor in your manufacturing costs and everything else okay whew (laughs) we got that all out of the way okay so now you should have a price point for your product you figured that part out right you've calculated all your costs you know what you're going to sell it for so now we're ready to actually launch this product but one of the main ways of expanding and growing your business is to run pay-per-click advertising through Amazon to drive traffic to your product page so that people will will buy your product okay so this does two things first of all when you first start out you don't have any kind of uh, search presence okay what I mean by that is when you're first starting out all of your competitors are going to outrank you for all the keywords generally speaking okay you don't have any history Amazon doesn't know anything about you so when if you're selling a widget and someone types in you know a blue widget or even just a word widget they're not going to see you because you haven't you don't have any sales you don't have any I mean you're new so what you have to do is you have to build up your authority you've got to get sales on your product okay so it's a catch-22 how do you get sales if nobody can find you well the answer is pay-per-click advertising all right we're going to talk about that in the next episode but you're going to be driving pay per click advertising to get sales but even if you're driving pay per click advertising and they see your ad on the first page they're not really going to want to buy your product if you don't have any reviews any ratings right you're there's no stars on your product you've done this before right you go and you look for something on Amazon and you see a bunch of companies that come up for that particular product or something similar and then a bunch of them just don't have any reviews it's like nobody's ever bought from them you don't buy them right you skip that one you go to somebody who's got ratings a five-star rating they've got twenty reviews or a hundred reviews or however many it is so that's the first thing we've got to get reviews we've got to get ratings on our product we've got to do that so that people will buy our product when they actually land on the product page okay it's social proof is what it is okay so how do we do that well the old way was to ask your friends and family to review your product okay you can still do this but here's my thoughts on this there are only so many times that I want to ask my friends or my family to review products I don't want to wear out my welcome card right I mean they're friends and family you, you don't want to keep bugging them to get your product I mean they're always going to say yes but they might not want that product they're just doing it because they're friends of yours or family honestly if I'm I'm asking them I feel like I'm bugging them so I don't like to do it so that said Amazon's terms of service also don't really want you using friends and family okay because they feel that it's rank manipulation it's not a genuine review if you have your brother or your sister review your product because there's no way no matter how bad the product is that they're going to review your product badly it's going to get a glowing a glowing review right no matter how bad it is so because it's fake Amazon doesn't allow it you're getting a fake review that's going to increase your conversions which is rank manipulation so just be careful with friends and family there's also people that will teach you that you should create your own review club so they're going to tell you to go to Facebook and create a page or a group and you're going to be driving traffic to that and building it up and that way eventually you have enough people within this group that you can use to review a product a new product when you come out with it you just have to give them the discount and ask them to review your product in exchange for that discount so it's a cool idea I like it but for me it's just a huge time suck I just don't have that kind of time to build that up you know I'm all about efficiency right now and I know long term it's probably something that I should do I would imagine but right now it's just easier to use a review service and I'm going to talk about those right now because they uh, they save you just a lot of time they're not they, I won't say they save you money if if you want to save money then you build up your own review club or your uh, I don't know what you would call it but basically people that will review your products every time it comes out in exchange for a discount but that's exactly what these review services are only the only difference is you're actually paying to use those services the premise is pretty simple these services have thousands of people in their network that will essentially buy your product and then review your product so they're gonna buy your product at a heavily discounted price you're going to be private providing coupons or they're going to get it for free and then they their agreement with this service is that if they get these discounts they'll actually go out and review the product now there's no guarantee that the people who redeem these coupon codes and get your product for free or for a discount that they'll actually leave a review and these services they can't enforce that because that's against Amazon's terms of service to require a user uh, to leave a review so what I have seen typically, and in, through talking to other people, is that most of these services will generally get about 70 to 75 percent a rate of people that will actually review the product once they purchased it. Um, there's some other places that are cheaper that have much lower numbers. I, I've actually experienced those. I don't I don't want to mention any names at this point, but they, uh, yeah, the percentages were not very good. So for me, I think it's a pretty good option right I mean you're you're able to pay the service get some stuff going and and you're done now it's not cheap um, a lot of these services charge you a few dollars per product in addition to all your regular costs so they're, they're saying hey you give this product away for free and for every product you give away for free on our network we're going to charge you three dollars I'm using that as an, as an example uh, the prices vary so if you want to give away 50 units of a product and it's three dollars it would be let's say 150 dollars just to give away those units plus all your normal costs associated with the production of your product the Amazon fees and so forth okay now when using these services it's important to understand that Amazon is going to require that these people include a disclaimer in the review okay so at the bottom of their review or actually doesn't have to be the bottom anywhere in the review they have to say the reviewer has to say that the product was offered at a discount uh, in exchange for an honest review because otherwise it's not a genuine review it isn't a genuine review technically it's supposed to be but they are getting the product at a discount so it has to be mentioned and you'll notice that if you go in and you look at your competitors products a lot of times if you look at the newer reviews you'll see that uh, at the bottom there it'll say exactly that from the reviewer that they got it at a discount in exchange for an honest review so I want to be clear about something here Um, these services don't mean or using the services don't mean that you're going to get a five star review for the people that actually do review your product you might get a one star I mean that's not typical but there's no guarantee that you're going to get all five stars you're supposed to get honest reviews that's the, the whole idea of the service and that's why amazon still allows it but let's be honest here if your product is terrible expect to see a review that you know is going to align with the quality of that product so there you go those are the options you know use a review service I would stay away from using friends and family unless you don't care about bugging them and I personally don't do the Facebook review club type stuff you know building it up and I know it probably doesn't take a lot of time you're probably saying you know Manny it only takes 10 to 15 minutes to set this up on Facebook probably but maybe you're faster than I am Uh, I know it doesn't take a long time to do you know this one thing or another thing 15 minutes here 20 minutes there but you know when I have 30 things to do in a day for a business and each one only takes 10 minutes you know that's 300 minutes in a day worth of small stuff to do no thanks man I'm I don't want that I want to simplify my life you should simplify your life so just remember 80% of your results are going to come from 20% of your efforts if you do things intelligently so you know if you're spending just tons and tons of time on on building up little things you're gonna at the end of the day wonder what was done so use your time wisely quit the grind as I call it so anyways which review service should you use it's up to you you know just pick one uh, check them out contact them see what what the price points are you know some of some of them are are pretty inexpensive a couple bucks um, the less expensive they are usually the, the higher upfront fee they have to get going um, they'll have like uh, some kind of a, an initiation fee or a setup fee some places have monthly fees that you pay whether you use them or not the ultimate goal here for the reviews is to build up those those ratings you know you want people to come to your product page and see that you have five stars so that they'll be way more likely to actually hit that buy button okay so the more you have the better so that's the goal is to initially get them as quickly as possible also as people start buying your product it's going to increase your search rankings for specific keywords especially if they're uh, finding your product through certain keywords and then they're buying at that time that keyword phrase that they use to find your product is actually going to move up in the ranks uh, the search ranks so the next time someone uses that exact same search term it's easier to find you instead of on page 20 you might be on page 3 eventually you hope to be on page one I hope that makes sense so I'll shoot typically to get about five to ten reviews and then after that I'll turn on my pay-per-click advertising and drive traffic to the product that way um, because that way no matter what page my product is showing up on search terms my pay-per-click advertising will actually be on the first page as long as I'm outbidding uh, my competitors my ads gonna be right there they're gonna see it and they'll click over and that'll when they buy that'll help my my search ranking for that particular keyword whatever that person typed in so give you a quick example if this is confusing to anybody that's new um, if I'm selling a dog collar I'll be bidding on the keyword the phrase dog collar and then when somebody goes to Amazon and types in dog collar in the search my ad will actually pop up if I bid enough and when they click on that it brings them to my page and when they buy that product the term dog collar will actually rank for my product it'll actually start moving up you can track this there's tracking software and tracking services that can show you where your products rank in terms of search terms and that's cool eventually you want to get to the first page so that you don't have to pay for clicks anymore people will just type in a search term and boom there you are your products right there you'll get organic sales right and organic sales that's just a term that means you know you're not paying for the clicks people are, are finding you naturally seeing your product without any kind of paid advertising I know I'm jumping back and forth it's kind of hard to focus just on one thing since they're all tied in together you know the reviews with pay-per-click and why you need reviews in the first place because it relates to search results (laughs) and so forth so it gets so so I kind of jump around and I know that I'm only kind of just touching on each thing so eventually I'll do a podcast that really dives into the the nitty-gritty the you know gets into something very deeply where we can talk about reviews or pay-per-click or whatever it might be a little bit more in detail with more examples and so forth but that's kind of the process get some reviews going get some ratings get your product to show five stars then we're going to start manipulating the pricing the first month my goal is to establish myself I want to have the product actually showing up in the search results on the first page for all of my main keywords and this might mean that I don't really make that much money the first month I'll hopefully sell out on everything that I have but if I don't make that much money it's okay as long as I've positioned myself to really take advantage of all the profits the next month so in addition to giving away stuff for free or or not free but at a really discounted rate I'm losing money there then I will actually price my product at launch to be lower than my competitors okay especially while I'm building up my my ratings so if they're at twenty nine ninety nine. dollars I'll be at $27.99 because let's face it I mean if somebody is buying a widget and that widget is a little bit cheaper over here and this person has 10 reviews and the other one has 25 reviews but they both look pretty much the same and they look good you're probably gonna go for the cheaper one and that's my goal and I actually I actually have done that and it works phenomenally well I don't have to go that far below my competitors prices and oftentimes I don't have to go to the lowest price of everybody that's selling I just have to go below the one that's selling the most the dominant company that's selling my product so if I go just a little bit below them the goal is to eventually start creeping that price back up right you want to start getting sales start ranking your search terms and then as that's happening you start increasing your price your reviews are still coming in on a regular basis and once I see my products showing organically for search terms on page one page two I'm moving up I'm tracking this now I can start raising the price a little bit I want to start making some profit right I don't want to be at a deficit the whole time and eventually through price increases I'll get back to uh, where I need to be and by then I should be solid and that's what I did with some of my products that are doing really well Um, and, and I actually got them to the point where I can actually sell them for more than my competitors because my listings look better than theirs do even though the product is essentially the same thing the only difference being the brand I was selling one of my products for eight dollars more than everybody else like everybody and this was on a twenty they were selling their products for about twenty five dollars so it's not like there was a you know it was like a hundred dollar product or anything like that it was twenty five dollars I was selling mine over thirty and I was still Uh, selling uh, nonstop. in fact I, I sold out so that's the only reason it stopped so we've got the pricing figured out now you need to set goals you know what should you do with your product what's the goal how many units do you want to actually reach per month in sales and then when do you expand when do you get your next product what I always tell everybody when they're first starting out is that they should focus on getting a single product whatever their first product is up to about five hundred sales per month okay I tell them to focus 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 on that one product you want to get it up to about five hundred per month before you even consider another product okay five hundred is not a lot you're talking about what sixteen sales per day that's the minimum I think okay and I know a lot of people train people differently some people will say you've got to get up to you know thirty per day or twenty per day everybody's a little different minus 500 per month on the very bottom end right granted I would like to get to about a thousand per month okay that's pushing it over 30 units per day so somewhere in between there is what your goal should be if you focus just on that one product you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish right because that's all you have to worry about let me give you an example let's just say that you're a dog walker and you've got one dog that you're gonna take to the park and you're gonna play with this dog right easy you only need to watch that one dog you're only playing with that one dog so the quality time between you and the dog is awesome right it's it's fantastic Dog's got your undivided attention it's safe it won't get into trouble you're good now let's just back up a little imagine if you have six dogs right you're expanding your business quickly okay now it has gotten honestly exponentially harder to manage all of them the time that you spend with each of the dogs goes way down you got six of them so you might miss something you're almost for sure gonna miss something you know with one of the dogs because you're trying to focus on all of them at once okay so the same is true with a product line if you've got four, five, six products at a time your focus is I mean it's it's divided it's tough so you've got to start with one product that's what I say now I know that's not what I did but my I would say that I approach this a little bit differently i have some help i can network with some really good people i have a lot of experience with online sales and marketing from the past i had the finances already built up from my app business to help fund multiple things so if you want to do it you can i can tell you it was kind of a nightmare time (laughs) because i I, actually i bit off more than i could chew honestly Um, i got through it finally but it was just crazy hours and it was just nuts now it makes for awesome podcasting because I've got a lot of stories I mean I've gone through everything it's just nuts but (laughs) if I was going to tell anybody that I cared about you know that wanted to get into this uh, what they should do one product that's what I'd say one product focus get it up to about 500 sales per day I'm sorry per day per month and then from there decide whether you want to keep pushing or move on to the second product I know for me and probably for a lot of people that are entrepreneurs you know we we're eager we want to grow quickly we see success right away I'm like wow all right if, if we can get this kind of success from one product what happens if I bring in another product two or three products right but think about it there's issues with this you know problem number one your marketing efforts and the time for marketing are now split you can't focus all your marketing on one product okay problem number two you've got to keep tabs on your competition right so now you're keeping tabs on multiple competitors everything's doubled if you've got two products it's tripled if you've got three so tracking your sales your customer follow-ups your inventory shipping you know all of that stuff it's it's multiplied it's doubled it's tripled depending on again how many products you've got all right so your reviews let's talk about that if you've got more than one product now you've got to spend twice as much money twice as much time twice as much effort to get your initial reviews and sales promotions on these products going your pay-per-click you're gonna have to really start splitting your attention and your focus on pay-per-click I mean pay-per-click by itself can take all day at least initially when you're really trying to drill down and and get it right and I'm not talking about I mean I have a lot of people that say oh yeah I I only spent a little bit of time I mean I I drove my pay-per-click up to um, over five hundred dollars per day real quickly and started making a lot of money it was really profitable so if you do things right you know you can you can just make a ton of money through through advertising uh, on pay-per-click with Amazon but you've got to do it right and it's hard to do when you've got more than one product so anyway focus on that one product get it up to about 500 sales per month minimum and then keep pushing there's no sense in expanding if you're still growing that business quickly I mean you're gonna know when it's time to switch right switch over to a new product I shouldn't say switch when you're going to add an additional product to your to your product line because you're gonna see a diminishing return on the amount of time and investment that you're putting into actually growing it you know so if you're seeing a nice growth curve and eventually you're like man I'm putting in you know tons and tons of time and I'm just not seeing any kind of growth maybe that's the time to to push on to the next product that makes sense? I hope it does. If you want to ignore all of this, right? If you don't like sleep or you love challenges or you are a master multitasker or you have the infrastructure in place with employees, you know, all of that, then absolutely go for more than one product. Lots of people do it. I did it. But if you want to keep things simple, this is your first time actually doing this on Amazon, then one product is the safest and easiest way to go. And trust me, guys, there are tons of people with only one product that's it one product and they're crushing it okay they're doing five even six figures per month maybe even more I mean I don't know guys that are doing seven figures per month on one product but I know there are people out there that are doing that easily so one product can essentially make you wealthy if you find the right product and you manage it correctly and just go from there once you're at a point to expand into your second product or even third product you need to figure out what you want to do right so what I recommend if possible is to expand into the same niche that your first products in okay it allows you to get Amazon to recommend your other products or your your, let's say your second product after a person has purchased your first product or even when looking at your first product Amazon oftentimes will say a lot of people buy You know product A and product B at the same time what if both of those products are yours you're just increasing your sales automatically right I know you've seen this I I get it all the time and just kind of keep an eye out for what people are buying after they buy your product it'll show you know people that bought your product have also bought this product you know that could be an opportunity there take a look at that if you are selling a salt shaker maybe your next product should be a pepper shaker and then maybe the product after that should be a pepper grinder you see where I'm going with this you you want to keep expanding into complementary products within the niche because one sale for one of the products can lead into additional sales for your other products free it's free advertising and money from Amazon potentially that's exactly my plan I plan on expanding out any of my product lines that are doing well I'm going to be expanding out into additional products within that same niche right so Uh, going back to what my original goals were I had I had uh, two goals essentially okay so my first goal which I I mentioned in episode one was to shoot for $25,000 in sales over a 90-day period okay I set this goal pretty low um, I think it's pretty low based on previous experiences that I where I've done online sales but I wanted to ensure that I hit these milestones that I'm setting up okay and at 25,000 over 90 days it seemed pretty doable right it feels good when you hit those goals and then I can set bigger goals as I grow and then my second goal was to hit 500 sales per uh, per month I keep saying per day 500 sales per month at a minimum my actual I, I even though I that was a, a written goal my unspoken goal was to hit 30 sales per day okay I want to get to about 900 sales 900 and a thousand sales per month on a particular product and I've actually done this I did this with a uh, two of the products that I have so or I was very close I did 750 units of each product before I ran out of stock so I would have hit the the 900 the 30 per day I was doing 30 per day uh, more than 30 per day when I ran out of stock so I'm working on other products as I speak and yeah I'm going to be sharing the details with you guys so um, I'll be honest though guys you know I, I did have those two products that hit those goals that I wanted but I've got two other products for example that were generating less than 10 sales per day 10 units per day right and it was frustrating it was really frustrating and I was running pay-per-click advertising towards them and I was trying to build it up and I actually could drive the sales up to just about whatever I wanted right but the problem was that my costs were spiraling out of control for that particular product the, the, uh, the cost of each sale through pay-per-click was like over 50% of the products sale price so it was nuts I mean I didn't even have a 50% profit margin in that product at all so it just didn't make any sense so that's that's a product where I was actually losing money and you know it, it sucks to have to do it but at some point if you do have a loser of a product you've got to no one do uh, to let go so I'm gonna dump these two products I've already stopped all pay-per-click advertising on it and then yeah they're they're gonna run until you know just naturally organically uh, until inventory runs out and then that's it but my other products they're jamming you know like I said I, it's kind of a bummer because I ran out of stock I didn't expect to sell them out so quick but it was amazing and I'm gonna be sharing those results with you um, very very soon here because I think they're they're impressive and inspiring and I actually want to to talk about them so guys that's that's all I've got I'm gonna be doing uh, a few more episodes here uh, I call them the beginner series to get people, you know, going on uh, on Amazon what they need to do to get uh, everything running. So if you're liking these episodes, uh, please do let me know. Please go to the website ampmpodcast.com, and leave me some feedback. You know, let me know what you think, what you want to see, anything you don't like. That's especially helpful. And if you really like the podcast, uh, do subscribe and then review them here on uh, on iTunes or wherever it is that you're you're pulling the. The podcast from that will help me out as well. So, all right, guys, I will uh, talk to you guys next time. Take care. Bye bye. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.